Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the American's perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, all 11, maybe 12, maybe 13 of you, welcome back to Rooster and the Devil. Got the devil back here live in the flesh after a little bit of technical difficulties last week the devil how are you uh i am i am doing well uh i am slowly regressing into old age and my inability to use basic technology um especially when i when i may have had a libation or two um was definitely hindering me last week, but uh, I'm here with you guys, or here with you today. Yeah, it's uh, here with me, Helder, Woodhams, and a random in <laughs> California. You know, I've been, uh, shout out to Florida. I noticed a lot of downloads out of there, and Virginia. There's this month, someone's Ooh. catching up, so what's up, guys? Welcome Howdy. to our nonsense. Welcome. <laughs> so, Welcome let's to, talk. Uh, shit show. Let's talk about what they came here to, to, to hear. Moussa Dembele, Leon. If they had fallen last week, we had a question for you. Tell us about him. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't have, have much. I mean, I, I remember he's a French striker. He, uh, he came um, before Leon. He came uh, from Celtic. Kind of like uh, was it Edouard is the French striker uh, for Celtic now. Um, did really well. He's, he's still really young, super talented. I know that... Um, the only reason I like recognized him is because I know even back when he was playing for Celtic United, uh, um, had scouted him, um, and were linked to him and every other human being that's ever breathed and put on soccer cleats, they're linked to transfer wise. But yeah, uh, he's a good player. Um, uh, that's all I had to say. There you go. Well, what about the champions league final? Did you, uh, catch that game and how bored on a scale of one to ten, were you uh, watching that one zero Bayern? Yeah, I mean it was it was a good game, right? Like a you know one nothing game. Yeah. A good good goal by Kingsley Coleman. Um, mm-hmm. And there were some chances like early yeah. on. Uh, Neymar had that one that you know went off like Neuer's heel and then off his hand and um, so on. Papa was you. Uh, Wide open looks at the goal, I thought, and passed up a few. There were a few chances where he was right in front of goal and went for the extra pass when he's like seven yards away with a very clean strike. So that was not to say, you know, of course, he's amazing. He's one of the best young strikers in the world, but he he left a few out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it just, I don't know. There was another like long moments of like, uh, you know, real beautiful flowing football like it was both teams like high pressure you know in the other team's end and you know if a long ball was able to break the pressure that's what they did and then they kind of ran it down and 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 it created chances but as far as you know the aesthetics of soccer it just wasn't i don't know i think it was that pleasing to watch well you Um, know 
Champ- there, there's nowhere you miss the fans more than the Champions League night. The crowd noise just couldn't can't hang with that kind of atmosphere. I just kept picturing that place full of people in the Champions League. Was it uh, originally supposed to be in Lisbon? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Um, you know what? I can't remember where it was supposed to be this year. I thought maybe like maybe it was. Is- was it Istanbul or was that last? No, last year was Istanbul. Um, yeah, I can't remember where it was supposed to be. But it wasn't originally. That was just you know the place they found, um, kind of like uh, you know Germany for the uh, for the Europa League. They just were able to stage it there and make it work for for whatever they considered this year. So um, I can't remember where it's supposed to be next year. They're, at one point, I looked at a list, but it, it's not coming to me at this point. Yeah, but definitely shout out to Bayern because they were a machine in the Champions League. They didn't lose a game the entire time. I know, uh, I know, Babel doesn't listen, but uh, um, Gnabry for Bayern, like uh, he was on Arsenal, it was like a cast off. Um, Five million point, euros they sold him for. At one point, like when he was at West Brom, Tony Pulis said that he's he wasn't fit to be on the field for West Brom and, and look at him now, you know, um, incredibly talented players starting for the team that has won the Champions League. So um, He looks amazing. The, the Champions League run was just incredible display from him. I can't even hate him. Even no. former Arsenal, like, come on. Right. He's killing it. Uh, um, the mustache is funny um, that, he, that he's rocking, but good on him. I can't, I can't grow a good one, but... Um, yeah, good player. Just like it's crazy, it's crazy. Sometimes all like players get like cast off, and all of a sudden they pop up somewhere else. And you're like, how did everyone miss them? Like, well, like sometimes it's just like the right coach, the right system, the right, um, right club. And, yep. The team in the situation for yes. Norwich in the championship yeah. last year. Right. And then I, I love watching uh, Thomas Thomas Muller out there. He's he was he played amazing as well. He had his hands in so many goals. I know he's old, and I loved watching him on the German national team all those years. It'd be fun to see him one more time yeah. in the World Cup. I can't remember where I read it, but like uh, someone tweeted out like um, about FIFA rankings because he's like a like a ninety or something like that in FIFA. Um, but like FIFA was like, yeah, he doesn't do any one thing particularly well. Like he doesn't have like the best shot or. He's not exactly the best dribbler. He's not super fast or crazy athletic or anything like that. But, like, he is always consistently in the right place at the right time, and he never stops working. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, if there was a – He's creative too, I'd say. Well, he's so smart. Like, uh, just his positioning and knowing where everyone else is on the field and, like, what the situation is, like, he will work himself into – um, you know, just being a problem, and he he really is a fantastic player. Um, yeah, I, I, you know the way he plays. Um, if he stays healthy, he could play for another five years at a high level. I mean, I think he's thirty-one right now. Um, but just a a really really fantastic player. Um, a really good career so far. It was also fun to see uh, Navas. Costa Rican goal in goal for PSG. And then, of course, we're not going to suck his dick too much because Twitter is just a giant Alfonso Davies suck right now. Suck fest. 
But of course, he's great. I mean, it's hard not to love. But it's just it, it, like he's best. fun to watch. He is, and uh, just based on current form, like you would say that he's you know in the top five left backs in the world right yeah. now. I think he's still, he's got a long way. I mean, he's nineteen for Kraken. Um, I love how like all of a sudden like you no, know, it's his break. Nineteen years old, and everyone's like. He's not that good. Look what he does for the national team. Like, how long has he been on the national team? For like, and 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 he's it's fucking Canada. Like, there's like a couple of good players, but like you're talking about, I I don't know the last time or if ever if Canada's qualified for the World Cup. Like, they're gonna play in 2026 because they're hosting. Um, yeah, they, they've like they've had like, you know, fun players over the years. I I I, I like to think back. Um, the original, not the original, but the early iteration of MLS and Dwayne De Rosario and that crazy one. He's like the only Canadian player I knew when I was growing up. I didn't um, know he's Canadian. They do have some, yeah, they do have some good young players now, like Davies and uh, Jonathan. Or is it Jonathan David, uh, the striker that was playing um, for Ghent in Belgium, just got signed by Lille um, after they sold uh, Victor Osimhen to. Uh, Napoli, um, but he's another guy. He's like twenty. He's a good young striker. Um, Our guy, uh, Alistair Johnson Johnstone Johnston from uh, Nashville SC, is, might get a look at right back. The guy we interviewed. He's, yeah, he, like um, you know, since since Nashville has been able to come back and play, like he's put together some really good performances. Uh, yeah, he got definitely man of the promising match. player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For Canada too. I, I would assume MLS players are just fine for their uh, roster. In a lot of cases, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But. So, we got to uh, go to Slabhead. Abusing. Oh, slab. Getting. He got prosecuted today by the law of Greece, which I was thinking at my desk earlier today, oh, that's probably very corrupt. They're just trying to get money. It's a possibility. It's a possibility in uh, that situation. It, it could be. I, like, I also don't put it past him. Like, they just want to uh, settle. So- <laughs> like from like whatever like the, the the worst part for him was was after they like arrested him he like tried to bribe his way out of it yeah and i'm i'm sure that like i'm sure that he did um he pled not guilty he got convicted of everything but it doesn't sound from what i read that like everything that they convicted him of was misdemeanor level and probably he's gonna have to pay like a really fat fine but i don't think he's gonna see any jail time Got um, called up to England. Didn't affect that. No. No, it didn't. So, um, must be fine. England wouldn't yeah. call him up if he was in deep shit. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. It's just uh, uh, a, a bad look, I guess, for him. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it, I mean, like, it makes you question, what did he do? Like, I... I get like some of like the the clapback on like some of his performances this year, but in large part like he was a huge upgrade over Chris Smalling or um, anybody else who's been playing at center back. Um, but like, what did he do in like the first six months that they're like, you know what, we're gonna make him club captain like after Ashley Young left? Um, and honestly, it was probably too soon because if you watched the games since. January, like you would got to think that Bruno Fernandez would be the club captain, um, but I doubt they're gonna strip it, strip the captaincy from him just because of of this incident. But just it's probably a little little arrest in Greece. 
<laughs> getting rowdy yeah. with the police. I mean, imagine being in that scenario, though. That takes a lot. Although, yeah. the story seems crazy. The, he, the, his defense is that two guys showed up and, like, drugged his sister. It's very, uh, mm-hmm. it's very gray. Who knows? Who knows? I feel like a tablet, yeah. a bunch of, bunch of little girls gossiping on the internet right now. But, uh, kind of crazy. But, yeah, basically, like, I tried to, I tried to stay away from, like, the minutiae of it. I was just trying to look for what is he, um, being prosecuted for and what are the possible repercussions, like, if he gets convicted and, like, everything sounded like, hey, like, none of this is felony level is, like, crazy frowned upon, but it's all misdemeanor level stuff. So, like, at worst, they'll probably just, you know, take a nice chunk out of his, out of his paycheck and, and call it a day. Be yeah. like, but come back to Greece whenever you want to. So. Do you think? Yeah, part of me is like, well, he might get banned from Greece. Might be a publicity stunt. I, I bet they don't. I bet you're like, they're like, thank you, go, like, thank you for this fat uh, chunk of change. You know, our, our economy is still still reeling, and we have no money. So come back whenever you want to. Spend That's all why your I money the financial. The financial thing made sense to me. They're just trying to bilk a, an English star for some money because their economy sucks and people are just trying to make money. Yep. You never know. Absolutely. So what's the other uh, big news of the day. Let's say what's the what's the refreshment of choice for uh, the next topic? Uh, usually I get beer. It's a little late night, so I did grab a, a claw. I grabbed a grabbed a mango claw. Uh, it's what, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, say hydrated. Exactly. I like claws. Do you drink white claws? We're, we're, drink hard seltzer. Uh, I have not. Like, I drink I drink lots of like uh, like Lacroix and that sort of stuff at home. But like, I just haven't gotten into it alcohol wise. Um, I don't know why. I, there's no reason why I shouldn't. Like, I'm over I'm over thirty. I'm already married. I have I have kids. Like. I don't care literally what anyone thinks at this point. Like as far as like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, Oh, for, um, I had like a fancy football thing the other day with a bunch of guys on it. I was drinking Mike's hard lemonade. I was like, shit's tasty. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you gotta, like, gotta try a seltzer. They're yeah. tasty and they're pretty cheap compared to the beer I drank. Cause I drink like very crafty shit. The only reason I went to the beer fridge while Jimmy was talking there and I, the only reason I grabbed the seltzer is because all my beers were in plastic six-packs still, so I would have to make a bunch of noise. And the seltzer <laughs> was sitting right there, and I was like, I went to a fantasy football draft in person last Saturday. I swear to you, I drank probably 10 of those seltzers, and I woke up feeling fine, which is crazy. And I'm, you know, it's a Absolutely. lot of booze. So anyway, all right. So uh, new new to- next topic. What was it? What were we talking about? Messi. Big news. Got to talk about Messi. Ah, Messi. Tell me what do you, what do you think? Like as as somebody who you know is still you know a couple years in and and you're fully embraced and in love with with the Premier League and just you know based on what you know about Messi as you know his, his status as one of the greatest players of all time, what would you how would you feel if you found that he was coming to the Premier League. Uh, of course, I would love it because I, I just want to see him play. Because I would watch him in Champions League game, but 
Champions League games, but if he was in the Premier League where I have all my TV subscriptions and I like watching good games and good players to see Messi all the time, week in and week out, even at, a, what is he, 35, 36? He's definitely older. But No, he's, he's 33. He's only 33? That's I mean, Ronaldo's older then. Yeah, Ronaldo's 35. Let's look at Messi's age. But yeah, I mean, what's it does stink he's going to Man City most likely if that happens. That's the rumor. And Nico DeGaio, our guy from the, uh, you kick it, what is it? You, can, you can, kick, can I kick it pod? Can I kick it podcast? Yeah. He's a Man City guy. And he, his tweets indicate that Messi is legit going to Man City. There's a pretty high level reporter. I'm not sure if it's tier one, tier two, or what, but that's definitely the going rumor. But of course, well, that, yeah, I mean, like if you think if you think go. about it, like yeah, like his, his options, like he's he's gonna have to take a, a pay cut. Like I think he makes something ridiculous, like close to a million dollars a week. Um, is like his, uh, so he's making like you know around fifty million dollars a year in salary. Um, so at, at some level, he's gonna have to take a form of a pay cut. And so that, what's that? Unless he goes to Juventus, plays with Ronaldo, because they don't have a yeah a wage problem. Wouldn't that be wild? Uh, that possible? That, I mean, it certainly could be. Like, I mean, the teams like the the teams that you could name would like you can count on one hand, right? Like teams that could pay him um, would be like Juventus and Inter Milan, um, and then Man City and PSG. And the PSG one would make me sick to my stomach that if, if it's Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, um, Eminem. Uh, yeah, good top, lord. That would be that would be disgusting. Um, Man City, I still would would not like, but I would also be like, you know, secretly like, this is awesome. He's in the Premier League, right? Like, you're watching. I, I can't I, imagine. I would turn on Man City games. Like, I think I would watch most of them. Can you imagine turning on on a on a game on Saturday morning, and uh, and Messi and Man City are visiting West Brom at the Hawthorns, and Me- Messi is playing against West Brom, who just got promoted from the Championship, like after being out for a couple of years. Like that's that's weird to me. Seeing him play like the Amex, um, and he'd still be. I mean, he's still Messi. He would just. Oh, he's still so good. Can you like a a, mo- a motivated? A motivated, hungry, messy with incredibly talented player like Kevin De Bruyne playing him through walls or playing like passes into him. Um, you know, having yeah from a competitive Sterling standpoint, up top with him. Yeah. Man City's it, it's a gross amount of resources and against the other Premier League teams. But they don't, you know, Liverpool comes through and che- let's talk about Chelsea because we had a conversation where we're talking about Chelsea's window. I mean, they, they've definitely got a chance to compete this year. Even if, even if they had Messi in city. Yeah. I think, you know, we were talking about before, right? Like how many, uh, so they got two signings over the line, right? Right now I got, uh, Timo Werner and, uh, Zayic. Is that, uh, say it? And I Havertz, did I not see Havertz go over the line today? Uh, if he did, I missed it. I, I looked early this morning, but someone fact um, check. Wink, wink. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, but yeah, then you're talking about Havertz and uh, um, oh, uh, Ben Chilwell. Yeah, Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell. Like bringing in five guys, essentially an outlay of 200 million. But you think about it, like they didn't. They had that transfer ban, that window ban, so like they didn't spend any money. They did. Uh, um, they did sell, you know, a number of guys like uh, Alvaro Morata, um, and they have a couple of other guys they could probably still move off the wage bill. Um, yeah, I mean, Roman, Roman Abramovich is incredibly rich, right? So he, he looked at Man City and and saw them, you know, get away with financial fair plays. Like, all right, game on. I can spend lots of money, but. Um, yeah, if they got all of those guys, um, yeah, Chelsea would be Chelsea would be a, a force to, or like a force to be reckoned with. I think their defense would probably still go up some. You're still talking about in that scenario, there's no goalkeeper replacement for Kepa. Um, yeah. So is it possible Kepa just starts being what they thought he was? I mean, he's not that old, right? He's, he's 25. Yeah, for goalies though, what, what's prime age for goalies? Would you say in the Premier League? Between twenty-five and thirty. Really? Um, but they can play like their prime can be longer, just because you know like they can play longer. It's not the yeah. It's a different sort of physical drain, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's, it's he like his team has shown zero confidence in him, and as a goalie, like like I know like. It, it is a confidence killer when you get dropped. Like and that, that happened to me in high school. Um, like we had another guy who could play goalie and you know, it's, it's high school. So I could play field too. And there was some games where like, you know, I wanted to start in goal. Um, and, and I, I wouldn't get like the start, um, for whatever reason. And it was always like, I don't know. It was always a confidence killer when you didn't get like those consistent, you know, run outs week in and week out. Um, so I don't know if like if if he's if he's broken, it might just be good for him to move on. There's never going to get the money back they they spent to get him. You know, at the time before before Allison went to Liverpool, he was the world's most expensive goalkeeper. Um, I don't know how you get that money back. So he's Allison's deputy in the Spanish national team. Oh no, Allison's Brazilian. Uh, wait. Uh, oh, uh, Courtois from uh, Real, right? Is he Spain's number one? No, no, he's French. He's right? Belgium's number one. Fuck. He's Belgium's. I'm just. Oh David God, help me out, man. Spain's oh, he's Spain number. <laughs> All right. The white, claw, over the white here. claw hits hard. Damn the it. The white claw hits hard. That's so bad. That's so bad. Please forgive me. <laughs> just a reminder to the Rooster and the Devil listeners that I'm pretty new to soccer. You know, at this point, probably two and a half, three years. So mm-hmm. give me a fucking break. Fuck you all. And fuck and, you and we didn't get, for laughing we didn't at me. Get, <laughs> we didn't get Euros this year, so you didn't get like the, the international update, right? You didn't get the, the refresher course. Um, we haven't had internationals in, you know, Long time. seven, eight months. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's fair. Thanks, know. man. And for some reason, we lost the rest of the episode. About 30 minutes worth, so... I don't know what we said. We were probably, uh, you know, tipsy at that point. So, here you are. This is the end. Goodbye.
to know something that you don't know? Or did you listen and think these guys are dumb? Yeah.